0: This is Reverend Raymond Kaufman, pastor of the Log Cabin Community Church in Vinings, Georgia. Welcome to our podcast. As I'm recording this podcast today, it's the last day of 2023. The title of our podcast is called Facing Our Future. As we close out, 2023, and we get ready to uh, celebrate uh, this evening and this next week of 2024. I thought this week about different New Year's customs, and I read a few things and I thought they were interesting. I'd love to share them with you. In ancient Egypt, they celebrated when the Nile River flooded, and this usually took place at the end of September. So, this flooding of the Nile River made it possible for the crops in the desert to grow. They would have a big festival celebrating this special time of the year. There was singing and dancing and festivals, and this went on for for over a month. That was their New Year. Then in Babylonia, spring was the time they celebrated their New Year. During the festival, the king left town. He was stripped of all of his royal clothes and he was sent away. The, the, the people in the community and the culture loved it because then there was not more freedom and there was no more strict laws. And they enjoyed this time as a time of kind of a celebration. Then at the end of this time, the king returned in a great procession. He was all dressed in new fine robes and clothes. That was the beginning of their new year in Babylonia. In some villages of Scotland, uh, even to this day, barrels of tar are set on fire and they're rolled through the streets. And the fire would signify the burning of the old year. You know, I thought about the old year and some of maybe the things that weren't weren't too great or weren't too pleasant in my life. What are some of the things maybe when you look back over the past 12 months, what are some things maybe you'd like to throw into a fire and, and forget about? I'm sure we all have those things. In the United States, we, we celebrate many times with making New Year's resolutions for the new year. Uh, it might be an evening with family and friends. It might be a celebration of a special meal or dining out. Oftentimes, it's celebrated with champagne and a toast to the new year. However, you're celebrating or celebrating, we, we lift up those memories as we march into 2024. You know, as Christians, we really know that our, our future really is unknown. Uh, we can't see it. We can't predict what our exact future would be like. Uh, we cannot touch it. There's nothing we can hold in our hand. 19th century a politician by the name of Benjamin Disraeli said, what we anticipate seldom occurs, and what we least expect generally happens. Has it been that way in your life as well? We can't read the future, but whatever happens, happens. You know, many people live in the past. And when we live in the past, we look at our regrets and we kind of think about those. And we think, why did I say that? Why did I do that? Or perhaps when we look at the past, we may think, why did that have to happen to me? When we live in the past with regrets, it it becomes very negative. Then the opposite side of that coin is when we live in the future, when we think, what's going to happen tomorrow? I'm fearful. I'm afraid. What's going to happen to my finances, my health? What's going to happen to my relationships? We can live in the past. We can live in the future, or we can live in the now. If we live in today, you look outside, you see maybe a beautiful sunrise or sunset. You see the clouds in the sky. You see the changing of the seasons. You enjoy the moments in time that you're celebrating this day and you're mindful of that moment. Like clockwork at the end of each year, many so-called experts make predictions concerning the coming year. I hear this on television quite a bit. They're talking about the elections that will take place here in our country this year. Um, I hear economists talking about what's going to happen to our country financially and with interest rates. All of these things are predictions for the future, but no one knows for certain. The tabloids are often filled with predictions for the new year, sometimes crazy things that might happen. But we Christians know that our future is really in God's hands. We read a scripture text in the first few verses of Matthew 16, and Jesus was asked questions by the Pharisees and the Sadducees, who really didn't get along too well, but they joined together in giving Jesus a hard time and really questioning if he really was the Messiah that he said he was. And Jesus replied to a question they asked him about predicting the future, and he answered it this way. He said, they could read the sky to predict the weather, however not reading what was happening in their very midst well enough to know that the Messiah had come. You know, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, they were trying to figure out what was going on with this man named Jesus, and was he the real Messiah? He was saying that people like the Pharisees and the Sadducees, they had religion, but they didn't have spirituality in their lives, weren't aware of what was going on around them. You know, when I think about religion, I think about spirituality. I like to think that spirituality is a large umbrella under all of us, where we do things to find meaning and purpose in our lives. For many, attending a place of worship, a Bible study, studying God's word, praying, feeding your your spiritual life, feeding your soul is a part of what gives you meaning and purpose. But some people may say, wow, I, I feel meaning and purpose when I spend time with my children. With my family, with my grandchildren, my nieces and nephews. Or I feel purpose when I do volunteer work and I feel like I'm helping my community. Or perhaps it might be, oh, when I exercise, I take care of myself, I I feel like I'm fully alive. Whatever it might be in your life that makes you feel valued and gives meaning and purpose is very important to incorporate into this new year. We all need to face the future with faith and not fear. We can't predict the future, of course, but when we have faith in God, we know that He is walking with us on life's journey. The Christian uh, singer and 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 writer, who he and his wife Bill and Gloria Gaither, uh, they're in their eighties now, but they've wrote written over seven hundred very famous songs. And one of the songs they wrote, words go like this: "We may not know what the future holds, but we know who holds." my hand. We can't predict our future. We don't know what the future holds, but we know who's holding on to our hand as we march forward. When I was a teenager, I was watching uh, Billy Graham Crusade on the television, and I heard a woman give her testimony. Her name was Corey Ten Boom. She was from uh, Amsterdam in the Netherlands, and she and her family had hidden Jews during the war. Eventually, they were uh, they were taken to, they were arrested and taken to prison, and then to concentration camp where her parents sadly died and her sister Betsy passed away just days before Corey was released. And she wrote a book called *The Hiding Place*, and it was just a really inspiring book to read about how God took her through that difficult period of her life, how she had to learn forgiveness, and then she was able to tell her story to people around the world. But she gave this quote concerning the future, and I like it. It goes like this, Never be afraid to trust an unknown future to a known God. So we do place our faith and trust in knowing God's will for our future. From Scripture, we hear Jesus saying these words, I am the good shepherd. I am the resurrection. I don't know what Christ is to you right now. and But I don't know what you need in 2024. Maybe you're like me, and we need more. I need more light in my life. When I see places where there's darkness, I want to celebrate light. I think about Jesus being the good shepherd and caring for his sheep. When we think about the promises of God, we share these words. And I thought about this week, God has never promised to solve all of our problems. And I had to take a hard stop and really think about that because I always go to God with my problems, but He didn't promise to solve our problems, nor has he promised to answer all of our questions. He has promised to go with us. You know, sometimes we have questions in life, why did this happen? And It's not always black and white, but we know that he is walking with us on life's journey and he has promised to go with us. The future is bright. The future is beautiful and it's filled with the promises of God. My prayer for you is a blessed new year that 2024 may be a year of growth and discovery of peace and of harmony and of love in your life. So I wish you, I wish your loved ones, a happy new year. God bless you. And thank you for listening.